You are now tuning in to Nude Radio with your host, Kitty Heflin, and I hope everyone's having a great week so far. I am looking forward to touching on this topic today. And then it's going to be like a series of topics relating to it, but you know, just a little thought. But before I get started, make sure to subscribe to New Radio, streaming on all platforms where you can hear a podcast. Make sure to follow us on our social medias at Twitter and Instagram under Nude Radio 101. And also reach out to me on my TikTok page, Kitty Heflin1, and then Instagram at Kitty Heflin. So, yes. <laughs> Little whisper song for you. Okay. So, I'm recording this as <laughs> I'm just like randomly having this thought, and it's just a couple things that have been going on for like the last. I want to say like the last two weeks. We'll say last two weeks. And I wanted to touch on the first, like, you know, get the basics down. And then we can explore the more detailed, complex nuances of topics relating to this. And that is. About dating, of course, you know, because that's what we live, even though dating is very ghetto. Uh, but no, the question is uh, based off of something I've been wondering, and I've been just seeing too many damn posts about it. I'm like, all right, let me just fucking talk about it. Is monogamy dead for gay men? Is monogamy dead? For gay men. Okay. Now, obviously, with new radio, most of y'all are gay men who listen to the show. And we love all of you all, you know. Um, and I'll touch on it with a friend who... I'll touch on it with a friend who's straight at some point whenever we can like sit down and actually discuss but I wanted just to at least like come to you guys and just like give like just like my raw thoughts and just what I've been seeing and probably just like a short story time or whatever but it's monogamy dead for the gay men I wonder what do you feel like Really, just to start it off, those who don't understand or know, <laughs> we're going to read off the definition of monogamy. And when used as a noun, monogamy is the practice or state of being married to one person at a time. 
or the practice or state of having a sexual relationship with only one person. In zoology, <laughs> in zoology, it's the habit of having only one mate at a time. Ooh, how do y'all feel about that? <laughs> yeah, so I feel like this has been a topic of discussion in so many different circles and think pieces on Twitter and Instagram and dating sites and just all this stuff or whatever. And with it being that, you know, we are in this new state of uh, open ideologies and being like more, uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Be more liberated in how we express ourselves. That's going to always trickle down to how we show up in our relationships, uh, romantic relationships, at least. I feel like, you know, uh, you know, people are all for the evolution of the human race, right? We, are growing as uh, a society first off the culture is shifting there's a lot that's going on you know and i feel like with people being more open to self-expression again like that's just going to trickle down into just how we all express ourselves when we are looking for a mate or when we're courting a mate or when we're nourishing and actually nurturing that relationship and what that looks like with that mate or mates. Like I said, we'll, we'll touch on, you know, the more deep detailed and complex relationship practices at a later date. But Really, you know, when you get back into what monogamy means, it's usually always defined as, you know, a pair bond, you know, it's a bond between two people or two animals, right, of the same species, you know, and usually it's those pairs that, you know, they all occupy like one space together, or if we're talking about an animal kingdom, they are able to, to exist within like one territory, at least during a certain amount of time, you know, and then, you know, they reproduce, they do the things, whatever like that, like, hey, get it. So... It's very interesting because <laughs> it's very interesting how it works because in this this life, in this year of 2023, dating as a gay man is it's complicated. Again, it's it's very ghetto. 
It's very ghetto. You know, you have so many people, I feel like. And like, just bear with me, because I'm, I'm honestly just frustrated. Like, really frustrated. Because I'm, what I'm sick and tired of is these different Twitter think pieces with people talking about, you know, monogamy and people talking about open relationships. You know, it's usually always people having like the open relationship first, having a monogamous partner. You know, it's always like that versus, right? And when it comes to the latter, I can respect someone who knows exactly who they are. They're honest with it. They show up in their openness. I mean, they express it freely and you can tell that it's natural for them. And I can fuck with that. What I can't fuck with is for the folks who who will lie about, you know, being monogamous or whatever the case is. And then it's just like they're actually not like, you know, they're just they don't want to be in an open relationship, but they want to have their cake and eat it, too. Right. And that starts. I mean, shit, like during the courtship phase while y'all dating uh it's like a lot of like deceptors you feel me and i'm just like fuck like what's going on like these people i just feel like a lot of times people give you lip service and they want to tell you what they think that you want to hear but depending on who you are it's like if you have that honesty and that transparency early on, it gives you a better idea of like how you show up with yourself, but then also how you show up with that partner and just like how y'all navigate whatever it is, you know, whatever agreement that you guys have. I feel like we'll just call it an agreement. You feel me? But. Oh. Y'all, like, I was so irritated because I was having a talk with my dad. And y'all know my dad is he'll, 76 years old. I mean, that's a long, that's a long time to be living. 76 years old. He's still so full of life and everything like that. And I love this guy. Like, I love talking to him. And we were talking about, you know, with, all of the the nuances of like relationships and just like how they the ebbs and the flows and everything like that we got to like really talk about even his past relationships and just like how he showed up and what his thought process is and stuff like that but we were talking about like just a case of shit dating somebody what that means to date you know, because I happened to bring up, and I don't think I talked about this before yet. Hope I did. I hope I'm not repeating myself, but yeah, we were talking about 
what about most recent exes? He wanted to be in a good space, you know, to coexist and all that stuff or whatever, which I was down for as long as it's genuine. Um, and basically he used the example. He wanted to invite me to a Dion Warwick concert, I think back in December, because he knows that Dion Warwick is one of my favorites when it comes to musicians of all time. Right. We love Dion. And she's a Sagittarius too. But he wanted to, but he didn't know exactly like, okay, is this like a good space to really touch on? Like, I don't know if I would be overset by boundaries, if Kitty would even like accept my invitation, whatever the case was, right? So he did end up doing it, which is fine. Totally fine. But after we had this long discussion of stuff and had like a night spent over and everything, and this was like back in January. After that, it was, okay, well, I just want to feel comfortable at least knowing that if, for example, if Dion is to perform in LA again and I have a ticket, that it's okay that we're in a good space to be able to say like, oh, let me extend this offer and invite to Kitty because I know he loves Dion. And then on top of that, I know that we are good. And I told him, I'm like, you know, sure. I feel like, yeah, like I honestly felt like if that was to happen, you know, sure. Like, yes. So my dad had asked me the question, like, well, what if you're in a new relationship? Like, are you like, how do you feel about that? Like, what if you're dating someone new or in an actual relationship at this point and this particular ex extends the offer to invite you out to see Dionne Warwick? What do you do? And... That man, he stumped me. I said, wait, that's a good question. I'm like, well, I don't want anything from my ex anymore when it comes to like sex or like for us to date romantically anymore or whatever. Like, I don't really see that as like, I don't really see that because we clearly broke up for a reason. And our reason kind of sort of happened to like lead into the sexual romantic intimate side of things. So it's just like, I don't look for that from him. So and I damn sure don't look at him in that, in that regard now because it's just like a fulfillment thing. And even though, Sure, we did have a, uh, we did have a night spent together in January and we did, you know, hook up or whatever. Like that was very much like a one off or whatever. But after dealing with him in that space and just the discussion that we had together, just like me asking him like is does he feel that he's okay with this happening you know because 
he wanted it to happen. I'm like, are you sure you're in a good space for this to happen? You know, because for me, like I was a little bit more, uh, what's the word? I was a bit more uh, like, I was a little bit more like uh, hands off, you know, with it. Like I could go either or like it was very, yeah, like I could just go with it. I could go without it. Like, I mean, I'm not tripping. So, but I wanted to know, like, if this was something that he could really do, he said he could. I said, okay, all right. You said it. So we did it. And it was pretty much like, all right, well, I'll see you around. I'll talk to you later or something, you know. And the weeks following after that, like, it kind of got a little, like, a kind of little awkward or whatever, just because he, I guess, like, he got into a space where he expected to talk more or to hang out or maybe for that to happen again at some point. I don't know. And we had a discussion or whatever, but in my head, I was just like, okay, well, clearly, like, I can't even have him, like, in the same quarters anymore at this point because I don't want the wrong idea to be put out there or I don't want expectations to be set up, you know, and we all can do that. I mean, I've, I've done that in certain situations and that's why at this point now, like I, it's really best for me not to put myself in certain environments with certain people or whatever the case is, because it's just a better way for me to like, to keep myself in check, to not expect too much, you know? So we had that. Sure. And what my dad was asking when he asked me the question, like, okay, well, you guys are exes, but at some point y'all had chemistry, y'all had a sexual history. There is clearly something that you like about this person that is still very much there. So if you're dating somebody new and this ex asks you for Dion Warwick tickets or if you guys could go together, how do you feel about that? Because you're a monogamous and wait, so you don't think that you're setting yourself up? Like these are questions my dad was asking me. And like I said, I was just like, wow, like shit, he got me stumped or whatever. And he was just like, you know, is that fair to your new partner that you go on a date with your ex? And I'm like, well, it's not a date. Like, he's like, no, it's a date. And I'm like, well, it, it would just be in a perfect world, at least. Again, we're talking about in a perfect world. I'm like, in a perfect world, like, we are just too... I don't even know if you call us friends or whatever, like, I guess, like, we're two buddies who are going to go out and listen to the music, you know? And I was just like, well, if I don't feel the way that I feel, you know, about him, like, when it comes to when we dated, and if he doesn't feel that way towards me anymore, then, I mean, yeah, sure, 
we happen to be exes, you know, if people were to ask a question, like we could comfortably say like, oh yeah, like we are familiar in a type of way because we dated for seven months in the past, you know, last year, two years or years ago. But here we are just watching D.L. Warwick, two guys who love D.L. Warwick. And he's like, but it's a date. He's like, no, it's not. He said, no, it's a date. And I'm like, okay, well, daddy, what's your definition of date? And he's like, a date is very simple. Again, my dad is 76 years old. He, and he is my more objective parent, you know, my more realistic parents and this is why this is why he is who he is and why he is in my life in this type of way because he's going to give it to me straight up he i was like shit what's what's your i what's your ideas for what a date and and what does a date mean to you he's like well a date is simply whenever two people make a plan to hang out with each other. It's a date. And I was like, okay, all right, sure. It's a date. Okay. And I'm like, well, what about when you and a buddy, you know, go out for drinks or something? It's, it's a date. I mean, it's not, it's not romantic, but it's a date. So basically, I'm like, so basically everything is a date. Yeah, it's a date. So, oh shit. But he's like, but this date happens to be with an ex. And again, y'all have some type of attraction to each other. And if there's some type of attraction to each other and given the right amount of space and opportunity and time or space opportunity and time and music space opportunity and time and food or uh the drinkity drinks shit can happen so do you put yourself in that predicament when you're dating somebody new as a monogamous you know, he's like, you're not open. You're not like as a monogamous. Do you think that that is fair to your new partner to go on a date with an ex and to spend time with an ex? And I said, damn, he got me. I wonder what y'all think about that. Is it fair to go on a date. It, okay, so we're going to use my dad's definition of date, which is very cut and dry, very black and fucking white. It's a date. Is it fair to go on a date with an ex of yours if you are dating somebody new as a monogamous? And even like my people who don't practice monogamy, like y'all could obviously, like y'all have you know, y'all can answer this too, whatever. Just, I guess, look at it from what you feel monogamy means to you 
or the people that you may know who are monogamous and just like put yourselves in their shoes and answer this question. And like, I want y'all to be able to send this over to me and uh, let me know how you feel about it. But we had a long ass conversation. You know, I thought that it was very, uh, very thought provoking and very, uh, what's the best word to explain it? Like in a nutshell, like it was very thought provoking, the conversation I had with my dad, which is always like that. But it was also like very insightful, just like being able to see him for who he is as a person and not just a parent. And that was like new because like me and my dad, we talk about everything, but we never really, I never really put the, it's always him asking me questions or me talking about, you know, my shit and never really getting into like detail about how he views love and dating and stuff from his own personal perspective, from his past or his present. I mean, at, you know, at that advanced age and stuff like, you know, shit don't stop. You know, he still likes to date, you know, he still likes to, you know, treat women out to a dinner and a movie or uh, some music or a night on a town and stuff like that. Like he is very much uply mobile and all the things. Right. So. The ship has not sailed for him. So it was good to see like what he thought about things and just like how he acts in relationships and stuff like that, because what I got to see was like that my dad is very much like a emotional guy. And I said, fuck. This is where I got it from. I got it. I got it both because my mom is very expressive with her emotions. Like I, I know that, but my dad, he is just, he just handles stuff. Like he just gets stuff done. He's a very resource, a resourceful person. You feel me? And I guess like, well, not so much, I guess like I now see where I get it from. Like everything just kind of like made sense to me. And just like became like a full circle moment because I'm like, oh, my dad is an emotional guy. Like he has feelings. He has. Wow. Okay. Okay. So that question was like very. It, it definitely put me on my head because I was like, damn, like, you know, I guess it's fair to not go on a date to see Dionne Warwick when I have a new person that I'm either exclusively dating or in an actual relationship with or married to one day. It's like, well, thanks for inviting me, but nope, not at all. As a monogamous, at least. Right. But the conversation started getting into just like with uh, my dad was talking about just like with when you're in those predicaments and stuff like, you know, everybody is capable of cheating and everybody's capable of 
sneaking around, you know, or mistake, you know, having a mistake when it comes to cheating on, you know, people, you can never put something over someone to say, oh, they can't do that because you could end up with egg on your face. And he basically had just said with him, his ideology around it was that for him, monogamy worked. And he felt like, you know, especially at this age, that it really comes down to this. You have people who practice different types of love. You have people who practice monogamy because not only were they taught that this was the standard, but you have those folks who actually enjoy monogamy by nature, right? So you have those folks and the idea is to cohabitate together for however long that relationship lasts, right? So it's just like, well, at the end of the day, you want somebody, and this is what my dad is telling me. He's like, at the end of the day, you want somebody to be able to have your back, uh, to be your safe space, to be resourceful and uh, to be organized, you know, to be somebody who could keep you in check, somebody who you could keep them in check. I mean, all this is mutual, right? And reciprocal stuff, right? But he's like, you want somebody to be able to take care of you if you need taken care of and vice versa. Like, because again, my dad is, this is coming from a 76 year old man, you know, who has seen some things. And he's like, with different health things, like as, as we get older, you your body starts to break down like you want somebody to, to be in your corner to take care of you to to be able to you know look out for you when things get crazy and, and vice versa so but ultimately you want somebody to be your person to be your favorite guy or girl or person like you want that that friendship you know when your body starts to look the way and reflect your age, at least. He's like, sex isn't the end-all, be-all. Sex isn't, a, isn't everything. He's like, it's not all about sex. Because at some point, y'all's body, again, it's coming from someone who's a monogamous person, at least, at some point, your body will reflect your age. And when that happens, certain things start happening. You know, <laughs> you got injuries, you got erectile dysfunction, you got damn loose booty hole syndrome. You got a lot of things, right? And my dad was like, sex isn't, isn't everything. It's about who you could actually fuck with and who fuck with you 
<laughs> and that really like just put in perspective, like, wow, you know, are we in these open relationships as gay men, at least? And I'm like, damn, are we just too hyper-focused on sex? You know? Is everything about sex with us? And I was like, damn. Because I've gotten piled on before about just the fact how I show up just by nature. I've always been more of the monogamous person, like the monogamous leading individual. Like I've always been that way. Um, I, I've just always been that way. Point blank period. When I find a person that I really mesh with, just by nature, I just want to fuck with them. Period. Point blank period. It takes no type of thought process into it or nothing like that. No reflection and nothing deep and shit like that. Like, it's just, honestly, I just go to that person. I just want to deal with that person. So that's a bit to be, I mean, you know, and I've always been open to the fact that I don't know the future. I can't speak for my relationship, my future relationship, or when we decide to, or if we ever decide to open the relationship up or whatever, or to be in a, a non-traditional relationship. So I do say that even though present and each time I've talked about this at that present, I always was still a monogamous person, but I always, you know, opened up the space for the fact that, yeah, like, I don't, I don't know what my future relationship look like. I don't know what my, what my, you know, thought process in five to 10 or 15 years looks like as a single person or as a coupled up, you know, person. I don't know. I can't see it, but that don't mean that it, it won't happen or it can't happen. So I always leave space for that or whatever, you know, and I'm always like looking to learn different things and just like hear from different people's perspectives and stuff like that. It's just like always learning. But in having that conversation with my dad, it made me think to like, just again, like all these different couples that I see on Twitter, just like the couples that I met, you know, recently, like for example, I was just back home in Detroit and I met this really cool couple with me and my friends and we had a great time. And my friend tells my friend, Jerry, he was like, oh yeah, like they're married and all that stuff or whatever. I'm like, oh shit, oops. You know, cause the one guy was like, well, both, both guys were, I mean, attractive, but automatically I said, oh shit. And he was like, oh, but they're in an open marriage or whatever, all that stuff. And I was like, oh, really? <laughs> Obviously, like I'm not, I'm not new to this, of course. Like I've seen some things, I've heard some things, but I was just like, okay, like that's cute. And they look to be having a great time, you know, um, 
they look to be enjoying themselves and stuff like that. And obviously, like, I don't know them like that. So I didn't get to talk to them about anything, you know, about their open marriage and all that stuff and what that looks like, what the rules are, what the boundaries, you know, because, yeah, I didn't get to get the opportunity. But I was just like, all right, you know. And then what I see on Twitter, what I see on Twitter, it's just, you know, people again having like that versus battle of monogamy versus open relationships and stuff. And like, is it natural for humans to be monogamous? And is it natural for gay men to be monogamous? Like, what's the 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 social um what's the social meter for that? And how far does it go? You know, what's the conditioning behind it? Like you know, people will fight you on both both ends, respectfully, they will fight you. But I just felt like, you know, a lot of times with, with being gay, we're still trying to figure the shit out. You know, we, as millennials at least, we did not have an example of what monogamy looked like for a gay man on TV or in movies or in person because our gay elders mostly were Gen uh was Gen X or baby boomers. And at that time it wasn't okay to be gay. So we're really the first people to kind of like be the models of what monogamy looks like, what polyamory looks like, what open it looks like, what polygamy looks like. I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on for future generations, because now being gay is okay when it comes to social, you know, when it comes to like the social life now, the culture just within this, these years it's okay to be gay and open about being gay that us millennials, we, we didn't have that. We don't have an example, a positive example of what that looks like and stuff. So I kind of feel like, you know, a lot of us gets, gets lost in that just like, Oh, well we are men and, and men are sexual and blah, 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 blah. blah. And it's like, that's true even though I feel like humans are sexual, right? We're sexual as a species, first off, you know? So I kind of feel like a lot of times with the open versus closed relationships and stuff, I kind of feel like coming from like the gay side of it, the backlash and pushback that I've received and from what I've seen just towards other people is that this is somebody who is now for all intents and purposes <laughs> they're dubbing down what a relationship looks like and what a relationship really is and really just subjecting it to sex as the focus and it's like, I feel you, but it's very reductive 
and very lazy to just use an argument like, oh, well, humans aren't monogamous and all this stuff or whatever. And it's just been through history, this, 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 this. And it's like, well, humans are capable of monogamy. Like, sure, by nature, okay, that's a good argument. But at the same time, humans are also very violent. <laughs> If we're if we're going into like the whole nature aspect of it, like instinct and, and all this shit, it's like no, like in the animal kingdom, you have animals who are naturally monogamous. You have animals who are uh poly, you know, or have like a hierarchy, right? You have these different relationships in the in the animal kingdom and also within humans who we again are just very intelligent animals so to just reduce that to instinct and just oh it's all about sex it's like well that's not fair that's not fair and you're doing a disservice when you use that a goal to argue what monogamy is and is not and how it shows up versus your open relationships and stuff and like i just now after having that discussion with my dad you know a couple weeks back and stuff it's like damn like he's right everything's not about sex because after a certain point as two gay men who have penises we might happen to hit a stage or a snag where our dicks don't work how they used to get up. Our bodies start to change. Like my dad says, after a certain point, you start to look your age or close to it. Skin starts to lose its elasticity and you start to get wrinkles and fucking loose skin you gain weight you lose weight you're not as attractive to your spouse as you used to be so at that point what you just break up like you know do you do you like if you're focusing on sex do you just leave your partners or spouse or do you like work it out because again this person is your person you know this person is that that guy or girl or, or individual who has your best interest at heart and you fuck with them just as much as they fuck with you besides the sex, right? Because everything's not about sex. So that really hit. That really, really hit. And I was like, damn. You know. Damn. I'm like, fuck. Like, damn, my dad, he really, you know, he, look, he hit it. He hit it right there on the head. And I just was like, well, attraction is very important. Y'all know I am very big on attraction. Like, attraction is very big uh, when it comes to what are, like, my top fives. You feel me? Desirability. Yes, of course. Duh. Yeah. But there's all the things that actually matter 
underneath too, but desirability is, is also just one of the things as well. You know, we, we have to desire each other to some extent, <laughs> to a good extent, you feel me? But yeah, it just made me think like, oh shit, like, you know, it's, it's a lot. And that's why for me, at least when I find myself dating and like, you know, somebody's pursuing me or whatever, and then the chemistry's there and we're like actually kicking it and like really getting to know each other and stuff. It's so important to really have like an understanding of like what they feel is right for them and like their relationships going forward when it comes to like the romantic spaces. You feel me? So it's it's just I don't know. Like I say, by nature, I look, y'all know me. I don't fuck with people like that. When I fuck with people, I fuck with people, but I like to be by myself. And the idea is to be by myself, but by myself with somebody who wants to be by themselves with me too. <laughs> but I I honestly, like I say, I just feel like, you know, do what works for you. What comes natural to you, do what works for you. If you're open to certain things, give yourself grace and be educated in those things. Give yourself grace and, you know, try it out if you want to, by all means, right? But, you know, just don't shit on other people. Because, like I say, when motherfuckers try to go with the route of, oh, uh, <laughs> like, I'm a penguin. Like, leave me alone. Let me, let me be a fucking penguin, right? With my person for however long that relationship is going to last. But I want it to be genuine because in past relationships, I can only speak for myself. You know, I, I've i had like conversations with mutual friends without asking certain questions or whatever. But I've had conversations with friends in the past and stuff and listen to like their perspectives and things and just like talking about old relationships or whatever. And it's just like, well, for me, I've never cheated on somebody before. Never. You know, when I make the decision to close up the relationship, I close ranks. It's, it's me and it's you, right? Of course, I'm attracted to other people, but the whole purpose is, first off, dating is ghetto. The fucking dating pool has nothing but shit water and piss water and fucking turds in it, right? Okay, let's be real. There's that. But then there's also the fact and like understanding that, but just like, okay, well, yeah, sir, such and such is, okay, they're attractive, but okay. I happen to like this person because they cross off these boxes. So why am I going to 
go out looking for or jeopardizing, you know, this relationship that I'm enjoying with this person that I can't really find often with people because dating's ghetto and the fucking dating pool has, you know, human excrement, excrement in it. You know, it's, it's, it's some nasty stuff in there. So that's always been like my mindset. So it's just like, well, you know, I've never, I've never cheated. I've never got close to cheating on a partner before I, like I say, when I make the conscious decision for us to be exclusive, that's that for me. I can't speak on what people have done behind my back. I would hope not, but it's the past. I don't know about it, I guess, but if people wanted to be disgusting pigs, trifling ass bitches behind my back, then I mean, that really just shows who they are, right? But I can honestly say that for me, at least, the agreement was sealed. It was sealed up, right? So I just feel like, you know, that that's just been me. I can only speak for myself. But yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't. I don't think that it's productive for us as gay men to reduce ourselves to just strictly sex. And especially after listening to my dad, who again is a man <laughs> who's been living a lot longer than a lot of us, should be happening. And then you realize it ain't all about sex. So what, you know, like what we going to do when we owe after a certain point, you're not you're like, you, you going to want a little young, little tenderoni. What? They not going to want you maybe as a sugar daddy, but you going to want some sugar. Right? So yeah, I don't I don't think that it's fair for us as gay men to just always like focus on sex all the time. Like, you know, everything's about sex because when you look at Twitter stuff and like Twitter, I enjoy my Twitter mutuals, but a lot of times, you know, it be given sex addiction. <laughs> <laughs> If you give it sex addiction, low key, you know, and it's like, you know, sure, we all, we all have like our young bodies right now, you know, we all still tight, skin is still elastic, right? Still got a lot of collagen in it, right? You know, gravity has not whooped our ass too bad. Shit. So we all trying to, we trying to dip it and do it, right? But it's like, we could dip it and do it. We could do all the things. 
We can bust booty hole open, bust nuts, all the things, right? We can do all of that shit, have a great time. But now, just like, like I say, just my perspective has changed after having that conversation with my dad and just having that in the back of my mind, like, you know, when I am, you know, having like my whole phase or whatever, just like understanding like, okay, well, this is what this is. And when it's time for you to actually look to settle down, right? Or when it's time for you to look to start dating somebody to settle down with, just remember, it's not all about sex. You know? So, yeah, it's just, it's it's interesting because, like, y'all, low-key, I'm just like, how does that look for me to be dipping it and doing it, having my whole phase, I meet somebody I really fuck with, I mean, they cross up all the important boxes that I have, you know, for a, a relationship to work for me. And I hope to God that I cross off the boxes for them too. What does that look like for us? Be open at least. And then it's like what we, we both, we both still out here in the streets. Like we got one foot in the house, but then one foot is still in the streets. You know, we're together but we're still looking. We're together, but we still playing out here in these streets as if we were single. Because no shade, no shade, don't drag me y'all, but no shade, the people, the gay relationships, they having more fun than the, than the damn singles. They having more sex than the damn single people. Let's be honest. I just, I, I just could imagine, like, I can't picture myself in this happy relationship with my boyfriend or my husband or whatever, and we both are like <laughs> worried about, you know when we get our three month uh physicals and stuff, if our damn STI checks are gonna come back negative or positive. Like what the, the bitch. No, 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 I don't want that. I <laughs> like I said, at present time, I just that's not it just doesn't appeal to me at all, like the idea of like I say, me and my guy having to worry about like, oh, is this, is it going to come back negative? It's going to come back positive. Shit, bitch. Like, the fuck? we up here, again, one foot in the streets, one foot out the house. No, like y'all already know, I get so fucking annoyed with the whole game of fucking attraction and picking and choosing the shit when you be out, like in a scene and stuff. Like, y'all know how much that annoys me. So, why the fuck do I want that when I got my guy? No. That's why I say, like, that's how I know, like, what works for me at this point in time in life works for me. That's just who I've always been.
at least, I mean. And it's just like, I hope that I can be comfortable in that with somebody else. And like, we both are open, honest, respectful, considerate of each other. You know, we both want the same things and we both, or we both fulfill each other within that relationship. You feel me? In that relationship, we both fulfill each other for however long that relationship lasts, you know? But yeah, this whole day, like I've just been like in a mood because I guess I'm, I can officially say like I'm now in that phase where I, I've had my fun, you know, I had, I had some, a couple cute little moments or whatever like that, but I'm definitely in that space where it's just like, I'm irritated with every fucking thing because honestly and truly, like, I really, I do want that companionship. Like I've always wanted, and I've talked about it plenty of times, but I really do want that to be a real thing. You feel me? So, so yeah, it's just like, I really do want that to be a real thing and whatever. And it's just like, well, all right, we'll see. You know, I, I don't know. Like I say, today I've just been in such a fucking, a mood, y'all. Just like, uh, because I want to be able to be affectionate, openly affectionate with like my guy and like us just, uh, it's a lot. It's a lot. Like I want the cuddles, and the uh, closeness and I want the conversations and like, I want us to discover things and like educate each other on new shit and put each other on to like new ideologies and perspectives and learning each other, learning new things. And I want all of that. Like I want to be mentally and spiritually and physically fulfilled, you know, I want all of that. It's just like, fuck. But then I also want a side of, uh, get slut the fuck out. Like I do want my guy to knock the side rings out of my ass because there's also that too. I, I, I did. Let's just be honest. I had to argue, uh, just an argument with myself in a whole ass attitude because I'm like, damn, I really do deserve. <laughs> oh gosh. Like I say, I want the the intellectual conversations, the spiritual nourishment. Like I want all of that. I want the the bonding time, you know, all the closeness. Cause I could be so affectionate. I could be real affectionate. And I want to be able to express that with somebody. But then I also want, you know, I want my my clavicles to be used as handlebars and get rid to oblivion. Just saying. Oh, I want to get eight out. 
stick the tongue in, wiggle a little bit, like make my eyes roll. But then let's let's be close afterwards. Let's build each other up. You feel me? Oh God. Of course, I understand that just because I have officially entered back into this, that does not mean that I am going to find it right now, which is annoying because we have no control over shit. But this is where I'm at, y'all. I have officially entered back into this and I knew it was happening because like the signs be the signs be showing up. It just so happened to just really clock me upside my head uh, earlier today. So like I said, I want y'all to answer me on uh, if monogamy is dead with the gay man. And let me know. Let me know your thought process. Like I'm, I'm an open book, so I'm here. Make sure to follow, subscribe to Dude Radio, streaming on all platforms where you can hear podcasts. Follow us on our socials at Instagram, Kitty Heflin, on Instagram and Twitter. At Do Radio 101 on TikTok at Kitty Heflin 1. Let's do this. Let me know what you think. But, uh, y'all, bear with me. <laughs> I love you all. Thanks for tuning in to Dude Radio. All right. Bye.